0: Welcome again everybody. We are back home in my office here in Moscow in Russia and uh, I want to speak to you today about things that has to do with money handling. Uh, this uh, is of course an issue that is very very important for every church. We all deal with money with the uh, budgets and uh, uh, even if you are not uh, senior pastor, it is still so important that the way we think and deal with these things that this is something that concerns every one of us and we need to have good culture in our churches regarding money and money handling. Uh, these are areas where we can't afford to fail because if um, there has been too many ministers and too many churches that actually has. Uh, Uh, gone under because of this and uh, uh, been dissolved and people had to leave ministry or churches that had had been closed because of uh, wrong handling of finances or people losing trust in the leaders so this is something that we need to think about and talk about and also keep on growing in uh, money handling can be on different level we have the more daily level of uh, taking up offerings how we do that and how we make a budget and how we uh, handle our expenses but then there are also this greater picture these bigger projects that sometimes uh, pop up uh, in our churches it can be that you, maybe you need to buy a new sound equipment that's a big investment for your church maybe you need to, to buy some property maybe want to build a uh, retreat center or something or maybe you need to to build or buy a building for your church uh, which is very actual for churches here in Russia most of the churches here they still don't have their own buildings so these are issues that we need to deal with but uh, uh, sooner or later being a leader we will stand in front of these challenges also that we have something bigger we need to find, uh, find solutions for that don't only have to do with the weekly or monthly expenses and um, we can use the word fundraising uh, regarding that and fundraising has of course been a part of uh uh, my life as a minister here in Moscow also, we had some really big projects uh, that uh, we would have to deal with. And um, I can't say everything about that, but I want to share my personal experience with you also to encourage you. Maybe you are in that situation today, or maybe you will be in that situation, or maybe there are some principal things about this that still will be good for you and for the ministry that God has given to you. Uh, Zechariah 4.6 says like this, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord." And um, this has for me been the main words from the Bible regarding these kind of things. A word that has been very, very close to my heart regarding times of what we can call fundraising. And um, we use this word, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord, Really about everything in life, but uh, historically this is said to Zerubbabel who was the leader of Israel about a very specific issue and that is the rebuilding of the second temple in Jerusalem. So even though we say by my spirit says the Lord, we can use that. uh, about anything in life, uh, it is really said about the building project and that uh, he needed to hear the fact that uh, it's not just by human efforts or human power. The Spirit of God will make a way for this. He will help you, the necessary money will be raised and God will be on your side in this matter. And uh, this verse has been like a Compass for me also in uh, specific um, projects that we would had to handle in uh, in our church, and um, because to raise money has to do with many size has to do with the miraculous, but it also has to do with discipline, has to do with sacrifices, has to do with planning, and as a leader, you need to manage these kind of things. Uh, I don't want to offend anyone, but but to be a leader, you can't just manage the weekly things or the monthly or not even the yearly things sometimes you need to manage things that takes many years to fulfill uh, and uh, in our church uh, uh, during the years uh, our church have ex- existed uh, around the, you know, 20, 25-26 years we have had uh, we've uh, some really big projects among them we've Uh, bought and rebuilt two big houses here in Moscow. We are actually in the rebuilding phase of the second building that we have bought and uh, these are things that have taken a lot of years many years from when we started to pray, started to fast and started to gather money from this until it was realized and as a leader also the Lord can give you the wisdom, the strength and the uh, endurance that you need to really lead the church also in matters like like this and um, the the two buildings that uh, we have bought we have bought them without any credit and uh, uh, for you uh, i know that uh, if you are from scandinavia or europe or america or i don't know where you where you are for many people to go through a bank will be the the main source of gathering money and you take a credit and then you pay bank uh, pay back during the years and this is of course something that is fully acceptable uh, to do that for us this was never an option because no bank wanted to lend us any money we would had to pay cash and we would have to gather the money beforehand but even if you uh, if you can go to a bank, you still will. Ha- you need to have some starting uh, capital to be able to get the loan, and you will still be able to to bring in the money that you need to pay back the the credit, the credit also. And um, uh, so, uh, uh, when when Jesus uh, uh, when taught. The disciples, he spoke about things that needed to be do today, but he also used uh, uh, expressions like if you're going to build a tower, you need to sit down and plan beforehand how you're going to do this. And as leaders also, sometimes when God shows you something, let's say you need to buy a church building or let's say you need to buy new sound equipment for the church and you don't have money for this then also you need to sit down and pray talk with the lord talk with the holy spirit okay how can this be be done and uh, uh, how can we manage this because we don't have the money and uh, often the money cannot be raised in one offering in first corinthians 16 verse 2 paul writes to the corinthians Uh, about money gathering for a project of uh, helping poor in Jerusalem. And he says like this, On the first day of the week, let each one of you lay something aside, storing up as he may prosper. He speaks about gathering money over a certain period of time and this costs something. One thing is to, it's like a private economy, we get a salary and we spend them, we get a salary and spend them. If you're gonna save for something, make sacrifices, it's a challenge to your character and it's exactly the same in the church also. But I just wanna, I just wanna challenge you with this thought, to reach great goals, you must be able to do that. You must be able not to spend all, all the money, put things aside, Um, like uh, Paul says here, every Sunday you save something and then you acquire a sum of money and this will make make it possible for you to do. The thing is that uh, when we do that as a a church, what we did in our church, for example, uh, regarding our first church building, every Sunday, uh, the first Sunday of the month, we took up an offering for the building fund and we put that aside and we saved all that money for seven years and the thing is that we needed that money of course it was always a great temptation to have this big uh, amount of uh, money growing on a bank account and we needed that money but I made a decision we're not touching a penny of that we're not touching that money at all. I've said to the church, we gather to the building fund, and then I stand responsible for the church also, not to spend that money for er anything else. And that is not always uh, easy. But the thing is, is that this grows your character. A weak character can't save. A a weak character will will spend immediately. But every time you need money, but you don't take the money you have saved, something happens with you you grow, you become a little stronger, a little more mature, your leadership quality grows in your life. And every time you, you need money, but you don't touch money you have saved, it helps you to focus your faith, okay, I need to find another way to pay this bill, another way to solve this solution by not touching what is saved for this special program. Uh, program. And this will help you, and it will help the church. I really believe also to grow in the Lord and to become stronger together. Um, I've had situations like here in Moscow, dear brother, he he needed money for a church building and he asked me to come and preach about it. And I preached about the fundraising and and we gave a generous gift from our church to be the first seed into his fundraising program. When I came back the next year, the fundraising was gone and the money that we gave to his church building was also spent for something else it can't be like that, of course God can forgive us, we can start to start again but that kind of attitude will never lead you to achieve great things in in these kind of of areas and uh, uh, I've also met pastors and leaders and they kind of think like this: we need a building and we pray that God's going to give us a building and uh, in another way pray that someone maybe from America, someone will just come and buy a building for, for them overnight. Don't train your people to think like that. God can do miracle, but that's not the biblical way. The biblical way is to work, to save, to do everything I can, and then also believe God for any kind of necessary uh, necessary miracles. But just. Not to do what I can, and just say God, you know, let this happen, let, let this happen. is not the biblical way, and it definitely doesn't build right kind of character into the believers whom you serve. Because to to save, to pay a price, to be able to do what we can, what we can, and at the same time uh, believe God for for a miracle, is not any lesser way. Uh, I. Uh, there are other churches here in Moscow also that have buildings that uh, that was given to them by some kind of sponsor and. Praise God! That's wonderful. If that happens to you, I'll just be happy for you. If someone would give us a building, I would say thank you so much, and I would receive it. But, but there is also another side. I, I was in the inauguration of a building in Moscow many years ago. You don't know what kind of church that is, and and on that building um, the church was gathered, and the pastor said, "Now we got a new building for the church, and here we have uh, two sponsors from America that bought the building for us, and they stood up, and everybody clapped. Yeah, thank you so much, and that's it." And I thought, okay, amen for that. Uh, We were in a little different situation. Our church, you know, for seven years, people sacrificed and fasted and prayed, sacrificed, fasted and prayed. And during that process, something happened. The church grew strong. The people became committed. And when we finally bought the building, it it wasn't just that... uh, Now we got the building, but it's been a process where the Lord has really worked in the church and we felt stronger unity than ever. Thankfulness to the Lord and the people had grew in commitment to the church also. And it was a process that I will believe was absolutely necessary for us to become the kind of church God wanted us to be. And I tell you the truth, if I look back and if I could choose that way or if someone just gave us the building, I would choose our way. Doesn't mean that I don't want anyone to give us a building if you're thinking about that. But still, but still, these are often the ways of God. We leaders, we wish for shortcuts. We wish for simple solutions and and, you know kind of quick fix a miracle like that. And I just want to repeat, God can do that. But don't only think that this is always the best. Be a leader gather day by day, week by week, month by month, encourage people to pray, fast together and something will happen. Have a goal in front of yourself that you and the church can, can look at. Yeah, we are going to the promised land and one day we're going to be there and unite in faith together. And this is also what really, really grows. Um, grows uh, a strong church and um, both regarding the first and the second building that, that we have bought uh, we had expressions you know like we're going to have a building we said that hundreds of times in the church and before the second building we said we're going to have a second building and we prayed and, and we fasted for, for long periods uh, for that At uh, uh, and, uh, and when finally we were able to complete those, those deals it was such a was joy in the church that people had participated, not only in the giving, but in the believing, in the praying, and the fasting. And then when we move into that building, we move in also with expectation, with understanding of why we bought this, and what we're going to believe for now, and what fruits and results and what kind of harvest is going to come out of this. To build a church in a general sense uh, is, is a road, is walking with the Lord and it's a road of growth of faith in people, growth of unity and growth of uh, uh, commitment to, to, to the church and that happens daily, weekly and monthly as we move together. And you are a leader that must facilitate these kind of things in the local church also. And uh, And uh, when you come to the point of, let's say, buying something, whether it's a sound equipment or, or a building or, or a bus or maybe a mission, big mission project, what we are talking about, uh, it's also, it's a level that is right for you. A key for me as a leader was also to find really, what do I believe for? Where are we? Because there were people trying to tell me also that, uh, Matsula, you know, we, we can never buy a big building. Good people said this to me in the church. Matsula, we are aiming too high. Uh, let us buy an office and settle with that. Then at least we can have something and then we'll keep on renting a hall. And I felt, no, Lord, no, no, we need a church. We need a, we need a big hall for a thousand people. But then there were also other people on the other side and said, Matsula, we must not buy a a hall for a thousand people. We need a stadium, a sports stadium, nothing less than that. And when I prayed about that, I also felt the Lord saying, no, you will break your back. You will break the back of your church. You're not ready for that now. So kind of faith finds its level. And you as a leader, you as leaders, Together, need also to find this is mm, this is what we believe for. this is what we aim for. thinking about this, I feel joy and I feel faith that this is what we can manage. You must not let people push you, neither to the left nor, nor, nor to the right, because sometimes uh, we leaders, we make mistakes, we listen more to people than to the Lord, but God has a way for you, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit that was the word of, uh, from God through the prophet Zechariah to say the Bible listen to my spirit and you will end up in the right place and um, uh, for us then when when we found the buildings and when we bought when we b- bought them uh, uh, or let's say after we found the building and before we signed it the, the, uh, we really needed to, to pay the amount of money uh, then, then also it was uh, then really uh, was the time to stand before in front of the church and say now the time has come. Now we need to raise the money let's say and what we did here we had like a period of four or six to six weeks or something before we needed to um, to pay when I could stand in front of the church. I preached one sermon, two sermons, three sermons, four sermons about this before we really took up the final offer that was needed to pay for the building. And then we could also rally the whole church to do that. And um, uh, when these moments come leaders also must stand up in front of the church and help people to understand now we've reached road crossings. There are offerings to take up on a weekly, on the monthly level, there are some offerings to take up, maybe once in your lifetime or two in your lifetimes. There are sacrifices that the Christians, church members, they do every month, they tie, but there are also other things that maybe they need to do one or two or maybe three times during their whole life. And a good leader can make people understand this without pressing them, without becoming manipulative in any way, just open up and say this is where we stand, these are the needs and uh, this is what is needed for us to complete this and uh, when he does it does it that's it in the church i've seen amazing also generosity and willingness to give uh, among church members and i believe the lord can release in moments like this a joy like we read in the old old testament when they build the first temple how people sacrificed how david sacrificed how the the land was full of joy or like when paul gathers to the poor in Jerusalem and says God loves a cheerful giver, there's a joy that can come in this moment also. I remember our, our babysitter, she, um, when, we, um, wh- when we found this, uh, the, this building, she has saved her salaries for a whole month. She was working with us as a babysitter, babysitter. she has saved the salaries for, not for a whole month, for a whole year, saved all her salaries to her own wedding. And when we found the building, she told me, I want all the money to go to the building fund. And things like this make you humble. Do you really mean that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. And and when she said that, she smiled with all over her face. I want all the money to go to the building fund. Why? Because the church needs a building. And uh, this is what the Spirit of the Lord can do in moments like this, in very big issues or in issues that are are a little smaller, not by might, nor by power, nor by manipulation, but just by opening up, trusting God, believing and praying together. Uh, and then after we bought the building, then it needed to be renovated. Then we had a lot of fun taking up offerings for the chairs, taking up offerings for the stage, taking offerings for the cafeteria. And people knew that uh, that now we give to this and now we give to, to that and we were able to rebuild the church building. And now we just need to come to Moscow and see it yeah. uh, and visit us. and. Uh, And we were so happy also to to, uh, meet with you here and to show you this beautiful city of Moscow, this beautiful country of Russia and to show you what the Lord is doing this. Uh, As leaders, uh, it's important for us to be open with information with the people, to show the numbers on, on the screen or read them to the people that they know what is going on and have no secrets. It's important for us to have integrity. If you gather money for a building fund, they're not spent to anything else. If they're gathered to miss mission, they're not spent for anything else. If they gather for a sound equipment, they're not spent for anything else. If people can trust you, they will also be faithful in giving. And um, 1 Corinthians 4, 7, let me end with this. Paul says, for Who makes you differ from another? And what do you have that you didn't receive? Now, if you did indeed receive it, why do you boast if you hadn't received it? Give God all honor. Paul says, uh, what do do you have that you didn't receive? Think about all property, anything as it belongs to the Lord. It doesn't belong to me. People didn't give to you, they gave to him. Take your hands off. If you gather the money, it doesn't give you any privileges. Not at all. We are all servants. Everything is of him and everything is to him. And to him we give all honor. God bless you in your weekly word work as a leader in the church, in your daily, monthly, yearly, but also in the bigger pro- processes that maybe take some years. God is with you, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. That's how it will happen. God bless you. And uh, don't forget that the, if you want, you can... Put likes on this. You can write comments to us. So please do that, or ask questions. Or if you want to share this with others, please do that. Wish you some blessed weeks ahead with the Lord. Amen.